Parkinson's disease is a neurodegenerative disorder where the neurons that release dopamine get damaged, and that leads to problems like tremors, stiffness, and slowing of movements. Keep listening if you want to know more. I'll cover the pathophysiology, causes, clinical presentation, diagnosis, and the treatment of Parkinson's. And lastly, I'll give an example of a case study. You are listening to MedMinds. I'm your host, Alisa Salim. In Parkinson's disease, the key feature is that the body movements gets affected. And how does that happen? Well, a structure that is part of basal ganglia called substantia nigra is degenerating, so it's slowly getting damaged and dying by time. Basal ganglia has many important functions, but one of the key roles is that they are part of controlling body movements. So, substantia nigra that is part of the basal ganglia, specifically in the area called pars compacta in the substantia nigra, are affected in Parkinson's. This area is very rich in the neurotransmitter called dopamine. So when the pars compacta starts degenerating, there will be less dopamine. And this is a problem because usually we have a balance between acetylcholine and dopamine neurotransmitters. Acetylcholine is excitatory and dopamine is inhibitory neurotransmitter. So imagine in this case where we are losing dopamine, this means that there will be unbalance between acetylcholine and dopamine. So there will be more excitatory than inhibitory neurotransmitters. And this causes overstimulation of the neurons and this causes symptoms to appear over the years like tremor, bradykinesia, stiffness or so-called rigidity and also they will experience gait and balance problems. Parkinson's disease got its name from James Parkinson's when it got recognized by him in 1817. Today, around 10 million people have Parkinson's worldwide. Mostly it affects people above 60 years old, but it can also appear in young adults. And it affects more men than women. What are the signs and symptoms of Parkinson's disease? Well, in the early phases of Parkinson's, the signs and symptoms are very subtle, so the signs and symptoms will not be noticed, neither by the person or by the people around them. But over the time, the symptoms starts to get worse and the patient starts noticing these changes in their abilities as well as the people around them will notice it. But remember, the signs and symptoms can vary between the patients with Parkinson's. So, what are those symptoms that Parkinson's patient specifically might experience? Well, first of all, the most common one is tremors at rest. So, they tremble or shake involuntarily in their hands, arms, legs, or even in their lips or tongue. 
There is a specific term for when the patient is experiencing、uh, tremors of the hands and fingers. This we call for pill rolling, and the reason for the name is because it exactly looks like that the patient is rolling a pill in their fingers. Important thing also to remember is that when the person wants to do a movement on purpose or voluntarily, the tremor improves, so it will be less. But when the person is at rest, the tremors gets worse. So remember, tremors at rest get worse. And improves with purposeful movements, but during sleep these tremors will disappear. Another symptom that is seen、uh, in Parkinson's、uh, patients is that the stiffness of their extremities. So when we normally walk, we swing our arms with with each step, but people with Parkinson's they don't swing their arms. So instead, the arms are just stiff while they're walking. They also experience bradykinesia, which is slowness of movement. It can affect movement of facial muscles, for example, which makes them expressionless. And we call this feature for mask-like appearance, because it's just their face just looks like a mask without any expression. Also, muscles of mastication,、um, speech, voluntary swallowing, and muscles of the trunk and limbs get affected. That's why we will see dysarthria, which means unclear or difficult articulation of speech. Also, dysphagia can occur, which is discomfort or difficulty swallowing. Another sign of Parkinson's is that they are bent forward, so they have postural instability. So all these symptoms affect the patient's life. So the tremor, the rigidity, and bradykinesia. Affects the patient's life in different ways. For example, the handwriting reduces in size. Also, they have difficulty initiating movements, like standing up from a sitting position, can be difficult for them.、Uh, they start forgetting more and more by time. It's estimated that around. 80% of the patients after 20 years of disease starts developing dementia. So it's majority of these patients, and 50% of them gets depression. They might also experience postural hypotension, also called orthostatic hypotension, which is when the blood pressure gets low suddenly when they go from sitting position or laying position to standing position. So they feel dizzy, and that increases their risk for fainting and falling, and that obviously can lead to several injuries. So that can be very dangerous. Also, some of them develops echinacea, where they totally lose their ability to do voluntary movements, and this can, for example, be seen as where the person is walking and suddenly one leg does not move; it simply frees. It's referred to the term freezing in Parkinson's. 
This is usually seen in mid-stage, but not all people with Parkinson's experience it, but those who do have also higher risk for falling. So these signs and symptoms that I mentioned are the most common ones, but there are more uh, symptoms that can appear in Parkinson's patients. Now let's talk about diagnosis. So there is no one way to diagnose Parkinson's disease, but several symptoms and diagnostics used in combination can tell us whether the patient have Parkinson's disease or not. The neurologist will diagnose Parkinson's based on the person's medical history, signs and symptoms, as well as the neurological and physical examinations. Now I'll be mentioning some symptoms and the person should have two out of four of the following symptoms to be considered as Parkinson's. So the symptoms are tremors, bradykinesia, which is slowness of movement, or rigidity, which is stiffness of arms, legs, or the trunk, and lastly, postural instability, which is where the person has difficulty with the balance. So two out of four of those symptoms should be present over a period of time to consider Parkinson's as a diagnosis. Besides these symptoms, other tests can be done to rule out other diseases. It can be, for example, blood tests or imaging tests like MRI, ultrasound or PET scans. There should also be made a regular follow-up appointments with the neurologist so that the patient can be evaluated on their conditions and symptoms over time. There is no cure for Parkinson's disease, but there are medication for controlling the symptoms. Remember, I said that there is imbalance between the neurotransmitters dopamine and acetylcholine because of the low dopamine level. So by giving drugs that helps in increasing dopamine, we can help treating the symptoms. Before I mention the different medications that can be given, I want to make clear that we cannot simply give the patient dopamine because dopamine cannot pass through the blood-brain barrier. There are three groups of drugs that I want to mention. First one is dopamine synthetic, which includes the drug called levodopa. Second group is monoamine oxidase B inhibitors. This includes silagiline and rasagiline. The third group is called dopamine agonists, which includes drugs called carbagoline or bromocryptine. So, levodopa, which is dopamine synthetic, is given orally to increase the dopamine level. Levodopa is usually taken with other drugs to prevent it from being broken down before it has to cross the blood-brain barrier and enter the brain. The drugs that levodopa can be combined with to prevent this breakdown are drugs called benzerazide, carbidopa or intercapone. Carbidopa also helps in preventing some side effects of levodopa, like for example nausea. 
Also, another thing I want to add uh, about intercapone is that they are catechol O methyl transferase inhibitors, also called COMT inhibitors. And so these drugs, they inhibit the COMT enzyme, which has the role to break down levodopa, not only in the body, but also in the brain. So it's very powerful when it comes to extending the duration uh, of the effect of levodopa. So once levodopa has entered the brain and being avoided by being broken down by any enzymes, it will get converted to dopamine. Levodopa is the most effective drug, but by time it becomes less effective. So usually levodopa is not given as the first medication, but after trying other drugs. And if these other drugs cannot control the symptoms of Parkinson's, then usually um, levodopa is given. So the second group of drugs that I want to mention is called monoamine oxidase B inhibitors, which includes silicaline and racicaline. As the name says, they inhibit the monoamine oxidase B enzyme. And by doing that, they prevent the breakdown of dopamine and therefore help in increasing the dopamine level. This drug is given to delay the use of levodopa. And the third type of drugs that can be used to treat the symptoms of Parkinson's is called dopamine agonists. And that includes drugs like carbacoline and bromocryptine. These drugs look like dopamine, so they stimulate the dopamine receptors, but again, as mono amine oxidase B inhibitors, they are not as effective as levodopa. So they are used at the beginning to delay the use of levodopa and later on they can be used in combination with levodopa to reach a level where the symptoms can be controlled. Now let's see an example of how a patient with Parkinson's can present. So here is a case study. A 65-year-old man tells that he has abnormal rhythmic movements in his fingers and hands, and it's worse when he is resting. This started one year ago, and lately he noticed that his foot also started doing these movements. He further tells that he has difficulty in walking. He has difficulty when He's initiating walking and once he starts walking, he bends forwards. He also experiences that his body movement suddenly freezes when he tries to turn. And he said that he fell a couple of times. So, this was a very short case study with several characteristic symptoms that typically is seen in patients with Parkinson's disease. I hope that you either learned something new or refresh your knowledge about 
Parkinson's disease. If you're following MedMins on Twitter or Instagram, then you probably know that I'm soon releasing a YouTube channel. But for those who aren't, well, yes, I am making YouTube videos soon, where I'll be teaching more topics in medicine. And so if you are interested, you can find the link to my channel on medmins.net. So I'm expecting to release the first videos end of this month. So you can subscribe and press the bell button to get notified once the video is out. And of course, I would appreciate your support. Thanks again and until next time, take care and see you soon.